Hey everyone, welcome to the next series in Give Me a Push, Tribes of the West and the U.S. Government. Enjoy! Today I'll be talking about the Comanche Empire and the U.S. Government. Now the Comanches, though they were a new tribe in the 1700s, became arguably the most powerful tribe a century later. This tribe was feared among other tribes because they were skilled in using rifles and horses given to them by earlier Europeans. Their way of life revolved around buffalo hunting and so they traveled all over the Great Plains looking for them. The Comanches became strong by building alliances with other tribes, especially the Utes, for which Utah is named after, though they fought with Europeans and the Apache Indians. They stole horses and supplies and usually kidnapped settlers or members from other tribes. And by the 1800s, these people ruled an empire equal in power and size to the US and the Republic of Mexico. They were rooted in the Great Plains, but they reached way into the southwest. Imagine that. However, by the late 1850s, that empire started to decline. Remember those enemies who were kidnapped and robbed? Yeah, they wanted revenge. So they worked with the US government and Texas Rangers to gain power from the Comanches. But the Comanches wouldn't have it. And boy, did they get their comeback. The Civil War. During the war, the Comanches stole their stolen cattle to the Union in New Mexico, which didn't become a state until 1912. All forces working with the Confederacy, yeah Texas Rangers, we all know it's you, were removed from the territory. So during the mid-1860s to early 1870s, New Mexicans living there became Comancheros because they traded supplies with the Comanches including salt, bread, flour, sugar, tobacco, blankets, the latest knives and revolvers, and worst of all, people. People. Mostly Mexican and Native American women. People. Can you believe that? But wait, didn't the North and the South just fight over slavery? As you can imagine, there were some tensions between the Comanches who really just wanted their power back the U.S. government being run by Republicans who opposed slavery, and the Texas Rangers who were super confederate. Now, to restore order, and as we know, the drama was just beginning, the U.S. government met with more than 5,000 Comanches, Kiowas, Arapaho, and Cheyenne Indians at Medicine Lodge Creek in Texas in October of 1867. The U.S. Army that met with the Native Americans were led by a man named William Tecumseh Sherman. Yeah, the same one from the Civil War. Now, the U.S., driven by landlust, wanted the Comanches to stop trading and stealing and submit to the U.S. government. And yeah, that was not happening. So instead, the groups came up with the Medicine Lodge Treaty of 1867. Well, it was very loosey-goosey, so everyone interpreted it their own way. The Comanches were given a small reservation and the right to hunt on open plains in Oklahoma, which is still Indian territory at the time. 
In exchange, the US government expected them to settle down as farmers and sometimes track buffalo. Total noobs, I know. Newsflash America, people don't like being told what to do. In reality, the Comanches thought that the reservation would be a good winter campground and that they didn't need to farm. So they continued to hunt for Texas cattle and trade with the Comancheros. But in the spring of 1868, Comanches raided thousands and thousands of cattle and horses. But the U.S. had had enough. No more Mr. Nice Guy. The U.S. Army attacked most of the Comanches and forced them onto a permanent reservation in 1871. The remaining Comanches rebelled until they were sadly forced to surrender three years later in the winter of 1874, and res life, as we'll see with other tribes, was just as harsh as it was for the Comanches.